This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me, you're not gonna do nothing, you are not above me, I bet you wish you was me, I know it, I know. What is poppin' everybody? And welcome back to another special episode of the Only Friends Podcast. Well, you know, it's me and my only friends, which includes, but is not limited to, Matthew Hunt. What's poppin', Hunt? Doing well. How you doing? I'm chilling, baby. Chilling. Good you know? to be back. Another day in the life. How are you not going to introduce our incredibly special guest that we have on set today? The one and only Dale Her- Earnhardt Jr. Welcome <laughs> 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 okay, everybody, Dale Earnhardt Jr. to the set. Thank, thank, thank you so much thank for being here Dale. with us. Dude, I, was, I was a big fan of your father's, but uh, it's, it's, oh, You it's like Dale Earnhardt Sr. I yeah. like Marlboro Man better. Who the yeah. fuck is Dale Earnhardt Jr.? <laughs> 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 I mean, no, no, don't answer that. What do you want? Guess. Yeah. A NASCAR driver. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't too hard. Yeah. Yeah. With yeah. a name like Dale what Earnhardt Jr. Yeah, like it's just a NASCAR driver name. And I, I mean, just assume, like, I know a vague amount about some sports in this country, but NASCAR is what I know nothing about. So I'm just going to throw it out. That's like, just, I mean, they play cricket. To be fair, exactly, yeah. to be fair, NASCAR is like pretty WWE adjacent. Yeah, but it's also like literally no other country on earth likes or cares about NASCAR. Yeah, that part's probably true. Yeah, but yeah, we, we, had have, F1, we have yeah. WWE in England. We don't have NASCAR in England. No, but you have some forms F- of racing. Yeah, F1. Well, yeah, but F1 is totally different than NASCAR. I know some F1 drivers. I don't know any NASCAR drivers. Okay, wait a minute. Let's play this game. Why? Why is it different? Why is NASCAR well, different than F1? it's a closed track versus an open track. Well, don't NASCAR, don't they just go round and round on the same track like 500 times or something? Yeah, NASCAR is a closed track. And it's also just like a circle. And F1... They they have different tracks, different layouts, different venues all over the world. Like it's it's a well, totally different. Okay, thing. so if NASCAR had open tracks, it would be a lot more entertaining, you'd imagine. It would also I mean, just I mean, be called I, something honestly, different. I don't know how entertaining NASCAR is or isn't. I'm just saying no one in the rest of the world outside the US cares about it. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. It's the, a, it seems like a very southern cultural thing in this it, country. It's it's very much uh, just that, and I would say the Venn diagram between NASCAR fans and WWE fans is almost oh, yeah. a direct it's probably, overlap. It's probably like really crossover. Wait a minute, yeah. you love that little WWE. sliver I on do. the end I, I is Hunt. Know, yeah, and me, <laughs> and, and me. Yeah, like yeah. we're the we're the two outliers that don't give a shit about NASCAR, mm-hmm. but actually yeah. do like wrestling. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, uh, speaking of wrestling, uh, biggest pro wrestling show of all time just happened on Sunday. What? Yeah. Biggest pro wrestling show of all time. AW All In, Wembley Stadium, London, 80,000 people. Biggest paid wrestling attendance of all time. And it wasn't even wow. a WWE show? It wasn't show? even a WWE show. That's yeah. strong. Yeah. Very I strong. had a conversation with a friend who said that anybody could be a WWE star. And that I said, you are most, ridiculous. The most ridiculously untrue thing. It's so, that's so stupid. What does that mean, anybody? Just with enough time and energy, you can become I a got, WWE star. I got dragged into this. Uh, it's like, like with uh, enough time and energy, you can I, have I got, be the best poker player in the world. <laughs> There's a million parallels that, that <laughs> apply here. Yeah. Poker is probably like the lowest of them right. all. But like, I got dragged into this second-handedly because Landon was just venting to me how stupid of an argument this is. It's like, <laughs> yeah, of course it is, man. Like, they're flying through the fucking air. You think that anybody could just learn to do that? It's right. like. It's a physical thing, whether yeah. it's real or fake. I was about to say the same thing. You would think the level athlete athleticism would be like right. above and beyond but when you think about it there are guys that are in the wwe and 
these other organizations that aren't like super fit guys. You know, sure. like they're, they're more of a character than they are you, athletic. Yeah, there's basically two categories. Like you have to either be an athlete or essentially an actor who's playing a character 24 seven, mm -hmm. who's really good at being entertaining and spontaneous. And you just have like a really engaging persona. Correct. Most of those you, guys that are being managers way, you have though. some sort of yeah. talent, but right. there, there are, there are guys, replicate. there are guys who, who have done really well and thrive off of just being really good character workers and not actually being that great in the ring. Yeah. yeah. But you can't just not be good at either of those two things and have a good career. Like you can't just be like a, a, a guy who just doesn't really specialize in anything. You yeah, know? it's like it's like being on a podcast. You have to have tremendous, tremendous talent exactly. to have a podcast, to be on it, to do it every day. It's just not easy. It's not a thing that anybody can. Okay, do. I, I, I will say maybe I'm coming around then to the idea that anybody can do it because you five misfits getting a mic five days a week. Po poker podcasts are the same thing. You either have to be a really good poker player or you have to be super charismatic, like Brian. Exactly. It's really tough to be both. Yeah, what what, what is, is Conrad? The best. Uh, pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess there's always room for one hype man. Uh, yeah, Matthew, Conrad's be careful with Chauncey guy. behind you. Mm -hmm. Wait, what? The picture's falling with Chauncey, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Was it like that Chauncey, all day? Chauncey's the... Uh, no, I just fell all week, baby. Guy as well. That's okay. such a nice tribute to Chauncey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I just want to see yeah, this happen. I haven't seen that before. Yeah, I mean, well, we're just in, you know, intrigued by. Uh, I, I love that we got that. We're seeing how an award-winning like podcast works right yeah. now. Yeah. This just goes to prove the point that not anybody can do this. I have three seconds to fix something on my set. The whole the whole place goes silent. <laughs> yeah, that's because we're intrigued in your yeah. endeavors. Well, mm -hmm. no one else can see my endeavors. Yes, we can. The camera was the on. The camera is on you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's job, intriguing Bob. stuff, Matt. What are you Good job, Great. We had to pause Great the show work. to see how mm -hmm. long it would take. That's no. like that, that's the equivalent of. Uh, being a wrestler and having to figure out what to do when someone breaks their leg in the middle of a match and you have to like try to pretend that it was planned. You, you just know? pin them. <laughs> <laughs> you just pin them and say, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. We're moving on from this. Uh, speaking of moving on, <laughs> let's let's get into some poker stuff. Well, RIP Grandpa. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Went, left for a couple of days, went home, saw family, went to Cozilla like everyone's mental state was and everyone seemed pretty okay. Uh, it's so nice to have like the perspective of not loss, but rather gratitude where I'm just so thankful that I had a role model like him in my life when I was younger and all of like the crazy things that you did when you were younger are the things that you remember the most and like the grace he had back then. Like I remember I was in his uh, apartment. He had two medicine balls. He had an envelope opener and like, it looked like a knife. And I just, for whatever reason, I had an intrusive thought and just stabbed the medicine ball. <laughs> And it just uh, popped open and it's like these are the kind of things you remember alongside like the character and the virtues that he kind of showed of being kind like and uh, always kind of being there for family. He did so much for us when we were younger, like the very least I can do in some regards uh, with the time and awareness that I had was to go back home, be with family and kind of just reconnect with them and then come back here. So it's nice to take those two days and then be back. Yeah. What was your grandpa's name? Uh, Mel Bike, Melvin Bike. Okay. He actually, Mel Bike. That's he cool actually name. married someone whose first name was Rhoda. Rhoda Bike. <laughs> no, stop. <laughs> no. Shut up. Uh, Rhoda Bike. And a god. Legend. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much he commits to the bit. Did he you marry know? them for that reason? I mean, I mean it's hard not to. You kind of have to at that point. Oh my god, strong. Yeah. Yeah. He's a legend. He told me a gambling story where like back in the day it was like draw games. 
I don't know how true it is. I'm just going to believe it's true for my own uh, entertainment. He said he played a draw game. He was in the military for a bit. He went to this place and played with some of his military buddies and some people that they didn't know. It was a draw game. There was a big pot going on. And he puts in a big bet on the river. And the guy says, like, uh, you got it. Like, I guess you got it. And then folds. And, like, back then, like, showing a bluff was, like, one of the most disrespectful things you can do. <laughs> and he just, like, smiled and, like, tabled it. And the guy jumped the table with a knife. And his, and his army boys, like, pinned the guy down. And oh I was like, God. this is this is the story you told me once I said I wanted to start playing poker. And, like, one of the last things and last memories that I have with him, I went to go see him with a friend. And, like, just the entire time, he just, like, tries, like was talking to me. He was like, I'm so proud of you for taking the chance and being who you want to be and that's the stuff that i remember and i'll never forget it that's cool yeah. man Very cool yeah we told everybody that you left because you heard that i lost 160k and you were trying to duck the five percent <laughs> it's a running tab yeah i got a lot of those yeah mm -hmm. a lot of running tabs you gotta collect them start collecting some checks i'm gonna start check charging interest <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, not monetary interest. I'm gonna like char start charging like chores interest or something. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna fire Tammy, and it's like every Do month my laundry. Yeah, every, every, every month that the tab doesn't get no, paid. No, you down, did that. You, you tried that, and didn't work out. No. That's why you got Tammy in the first place. Tammy's mm -hmm. pretty efficient at what yeah, she does. Yeah, Tammy's wonderful. She's great. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> there is a big announcement coming from Poker Stars that some people in this room are maybe too young to even remember. But they're bringing back the NAPT, which when it first launched was a huge deal. Uh, there were no tournaments at this price point back then. And it really did hit a sweet spot between people who couldn't yet play WPT main events, but um, were like kind of ready to get into the, into the mix. So the NAPTs are a 5K main event. Uh, they used to be high rollers, actually. Um, you probably remember Mercier and Vanessa Selps, I believe both either won a title or final tabled one, uh, but it didn't last long. It happened. It launched like right before black Friday. Once black Friday happened, uh, they ceased to exist. I think that they did a Venetian stop, a Foxwood stop, uh, maybe one or two others. Um, but it seems as though they're relaunching the tour and I'm not really sure what the impetus behind this is other than, um, you know, maybe they're they're finally starting to to put a little bit of uh, marketing into the few American cities that they are legal in. Um, they're not yet in Nevada, but they are relaunching here in Nevada. Uh, they're going to be at Resorts World right before F1. So it's the week prior. Uh, November, well, I guess the two weeks prior. November 4th to the 12th. The main event is a 1650 uh, that has six starting flights. Wow. Doesn't Wild. say anything about a guarantee, but I imagine... I'm sure there'll be one. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like the higher-ups are just coming for F1. They're like, yeah, let's, let's run a poker fucking event. <laughs> Maybe. Let's fuck it. You know what? Honestly, you're probably not that wrong. It ends November 12th. F1 starts the 16th, I think. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, like, it basically ends, like, right before the mad rush of people coming in where you could no longer afford a hotel room. Uh, so this is pretty yeah, good time. Where Circus Circus becomes expensive. I imagine Circus Circus <laughs> rooms are going to be like hundreds of dollars a night. I wonder how much. And you right should now. be paid to stay at that place. <laughs> I mean, it is it is really disgusting. Apparently, they have one of the best um, steakhouses. Steak yep. 
We Suc- went to it for. We, we've Suc- been there. Circus is yeah. fun if you want like a like an old Vegas kind of vibe. You know, like it. it it's on that the. That is so polite. It's on the. <laughs> no, it's, it's on the. It's on the strip, but it has a vibe a bit like Fremont. You know, so like. I if think you, it has a vibe of there being hepatitis needles laying around. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone for Fright Night or whatever the hell they call their Halloween thing. It was fun for sure, but it was also just like I might get shanked Dude, somewhere in line. The clown logo is the fright night every night. Yeah. Every yeah. day, twenty four seven. I can imagine sixty five. Right. Like if you're afraid of clowns and then just bringing something yeah. bring that person there. I'm not even afraid of clowns. <laughs> On fright night, the it's clown kind of is just scary. It's kinda of weird because like the entire theme of the casino it, it like appeals to kids. Like, they have an arcade there. It's, you know, it really is... Uh, they have, like, mini golf and don't shit. Don't they have, yeah. like, an yeah. indoor, like, amusement park? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they yeah, have, yeah. Like, yeah, they have a whole, like, mini golf thing. They right. have arcade games. They have mm-hmm. old-school arcade stuff. I fucking yeah. rode the roller coaster during the Fright Night or whatever, and part of the the scare was that you just get absolutely drenched. Really? And I was like, who thought this was a good idea? <laughs> this is miserable. Part of the scare is just being wet. <laughs> part of the scare is that it might fall apart while you're in the air. Oh, that's probably partially true. But <laughs> I mean, that's, but that scare is always there. Yeah. I'm ready for it. It's mm-hmm. not a new there, there's scare. There's an added dimension to being on a roller coaster where you're not quite sure that it actually works properly. <laughs> I think that's true of most. Uh, I mean, we we frequent uh, the the amusement park back in pittsburgh called kennywood and it has like the oldest wooden roller coaster of all time yeah how is that yeah. like i would not go on a wooden roller, co- roller <laughs> there, coaster there's a bunch of wooden roller coasters the thunderbolt oh my is, god I would the thunderbolt the jackrabbit the thunderbolt's the, the fastest uh wooden roller coaster i think the it's either the jackrabbit or the racer is the oldest yeah mm-hmm. the amount of maintenance you have to do on that is insane probably, i'm sure right? but yeah. coney island one is still mm-hmm. up, up, i think cyclone hmm there's a uh, there's a roller coaster. Oh there's baby, one in the there UK. it is! Look at that. I, I don't know if this roller coaster still I exists. I took this footage. But when I was a kid, there was a roller coaster in the UK. Uh, there was a backwards one. Like you literally, you sit oh, on they it have that at Cedar Point too. Oh, they do. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if like it, at, at the time when they made it, it was like a really big deal in the UK. I think it was called X No Way Out or something like that. But I went on that when I was like 14. I was like, nope, that's it for me. Roller coasters, not doing that again. Didn't like it. And. Uh, even just watching this is like making me a little uneasy. I actually, I have, a very, I actually have a very wholesome story. This is of, giving me nostalgia. I love <laughs> yeah. the Thunderbolt. Now I'm going to tell the story why. Uh, it's it's my favorite ride of all time. It's it's actually just a flat out great ride uh, and should be in anybody's top ten roller coasters anyway. But the Kennywood roller coaster. So the Thunderbolt. When we, yeah, when we were in when we were kids, every summer uh, we would have Kennywood Day. And it would always be like, I don't know, uh, like somewhere mid-August mm-hmm. um, where our entire town would get like discounted tickets to go. I think whenever we first started going, they were like pretty cheap, like 10 bucks or 15 bucks for the entire day. Now right. it's like, it might be like $80 to, to go for a day or something Inflation. Like that. Uh, well, it was also discounted. Like the regular price was probably double that. But anyway, there'd be like 10 or 15 bucks, uh, you know, through elementary and high school. Like you just look forward to this day for... A, you know the entire summer and the older you got the more important this day became because of well girls so uh i would always go with my best friend gumby his parents would i mean i didn't have a car or money or anything like that so his parents would drive us down they would set up like this big picnic area we would have a place to like set up shop go eat whatever so uh i was terrified of roller coasters so the first two or three that i went to like fifth grade sixth grade uh didn't ride basically anything outside of like you know the the circular ones and like the swings and the mm-hmm. bullshitty rides whatever 
but in seventh grade we went and it poured the whole yes, day I remember the that. whole day mm-hmm. that seems scary it did seem scary well they shut a lot of them down right when it rains they right. shut they shut a lot of the stuff down so yeah. we were bas- basically like riding, riding water rides all day uh while it was raining and i remember uh we went on the the rapids with renee and i was like oh i got a little taste of of riding with a hot girl and i'm like <laughs> okay okay this is now i get the point of this this is fun yeah so in the evening uh the park was open till 10 they would do like something for the bands and stuff yeah, around a parade yeah they would do like yeah, a parade, parade for at yeah. like 7 p.m or mm-hmm. 6 p.m something like that so the parade happens the rain ceases and now we have like three hours to ride afterwards and kennywood at night is like it man it's it's the best it's like it's the last so two or three hours you know you're just there hanging out like you get to go on these rides and it's a little bit dark so uh gumby like had all the riz just Gumby. all the fucking riz. He had an older sister who was two years older than him that was already in high school, and she had all the hot friends. That's helpful. And it's helpful like, when you get comfortable around hot girls. Yeah, and like he was just comfortable around it, whatever. So like we end up meeting up with her friends. It was uh, Daniel Butler and Mindy Lakino. Mm-hmm. And oh, people are gonna ooh, find out Mindy where they're Lachino. at now. <laughs> 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 I said, "Oh, Mindy Lakino." He knows. Uh, yeah. So was <laughs> looking her up already. Looking <laughs> 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 the image for the people. He's on Facebook, yeah. such. So, you know. so we ended up meeting up with them. It's like nine o'clock. We're getting in the like last hour of rides or whatever, and they want to go on the roller coasters. And I haven't done them yet. And I'm like, fuck. Like there's just no getting out of this. So I'm kind of like showing a lot of hesitation. And Butler, you you had a crush on Butler too. She was of course, the sweetest. Who didn't? Uh, she was just like coercing me, like, come on, you can ride with me type of stuff. Like, yeah. you know, grab my hand and like, and I'm in seventh grade. So like, this is just it's it. everything. Yeah, I'm like, done, done. And I'm in, I remember being in line just like sick with how nervous I was. It's so wholesome. Um, but the big thing with the Thunderbolt is, uh, you have to pick an outside and inside rider because it leans really hard one way. So, like, obviously, I was bigger, and I was the inside rider. Uh-huh. Right. So, we get on the Thunderbolt, and we hit that first turn, and she's just, like, in my lap, and I was like, this is it. <laughs> I can die happy. Yep. This, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm done. I have a 10th grader in my lap right yep. now. Like, And that's when Berkey went from a boy to a man. <laughs> <laughs> Never stopped uh, riding roller coasters nope. from that point forward. Love roller coasters. Love, love roller coasters. Love women. Yeah. I might have Great. to hit up Kennywood when I go home uh, next month. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's going to be like your Pittsburgh date idea, go to Kennywood? I, if I lived in Pittsburgh, 100%, mm-hmm. like during the summer, I would, I would go on dates yeah. in Kennywood for sure. It's oh, great. Look at Kenny Pickett, riding the, uh, the Steelers. He looks, very Steelers extremely con- he looks extremely concerned. Nah, he, he's good. Wait, it's not actually a Steelers coaster. Yeah, it? they have a Steelers. Really? Yeah. It's not the Phantom? That's a different one. Oh. This is different. Yeah. So I, they have the Phantom's Revenge now. Mm-hmm. Phantom's and they have a, a whole Steelers... It's Sick. called like I don't I don't know the exact name. I think it's called like the Steelers oh, wow. coaster. It's called the Steelers are going <laughs> wow. to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Look at that thing. Yeah, yeah, it's black and gold. Bro, Imagine you that. guys don't know about Kennywood, man. Kennywood's it. Yeah. All right, can someone? Oh, Pickett Steelers got it. Shut mm-hmm. up, Guapo. Oh, I, I would be out of that. I would be out of there so fast to that thing. Like I don't I don't want to be that high above the ground going upside down. <laughs> that does look well, you don't really get a choice after you yeah. strap in. That's true. Well, okay, so. Let me rephrase. I am not going on a coaster like that. When, uh, <laughs> when I was in college for... Hunt wants out mid-ride. Yeah, I, I, I would be at that point. <laughs> Let me out! When I was in college, we uh, to raise money, we would go work Cedar Point in Ohio. 
Um, and the <laughs> this was slave labor. Like they would make us work sixteen hour days, and obviously we weren't getting paid. Who's they? Mm -hmm. the, the man. The park. It's the man, obviously. Yeah, the park. You would go work at the park for like community service. We would have to be there at six a.m. and we would be there until like close at ten, and then have to clean up. So we'd be there from like six a.m. to eleven. Why? You were how old? 19 20 oh, wait okay. for, for what purpose so it was for fundraising for our baseball team we would like the team itself would get a few thousand dollars from the from the park from the park for basically not working from, for no weight not wages. from people basically they yeah. paid you to work for them yeah like below minimum wage yes like a for sure an hour. for sure you. like probably a dollar an hour <laughs> this doesn't yeah. sound like fundraising this just sounds like scamming kids that's what i'm right. saying we got we got scammed for you got sure scamaz. but what we got out of it was we had the park it, we we would work it memorial weekend so, <laughs> so you got one weekend. Yeah. So we would go Thursday, the day before the park opened, and the whole park was just ours. So we would get to ride whatever we wanted. That's cool. It was That's really, worth it, actually. Probably it, it, it was pretty sweet. But I mean, mm -hmm. it is just like you and your boys, and everybody's like rowdy and stupid and <laughs> whatnot. Yeah. But and Cedar um, Point's like ten times the size of Kennywood. Yeah, Cedar Point's sick. Yeah, it's sick. And I remember they had this ride. I think it's called the Mantis, where you actually ride the roller coaster standing up. Wow, interesting. It's not interesting. It's just horrifying. <laughs> or you're hanging. I, I don't remember. Like you're hanging. Uh, you might yeah. just be hanging. Like, you're, like your legs are free and you're just like strapped in from your like. I, I want to say you were in a vertical position. <laughs> That's like, yeah. this sounds terrible. I, I don't have any of these <laughs> stories. Growing up in the UK is boring, evidently. Uh, I, I don't have any stories. We're anything seekers like this. out here, man. We have NASCAR. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm okay. pretty sure like you were in a vertical position whether or not you were like strapped in up top like or like actually standing I don't mm -hmm. remember Either but way. I'm pretty sure you were vertical not sitting and I gotta tell you that was not for me no, that sounds, <laughs> a lot that of loop diddy yeah. loops in there yeah. a lot of yeah. a lot of me losing my lunch <laughs> it was it was it was a bad time I mean, I, bad I've time. been skydiving before but I don't think I could ever do shit like that again like, I'm, I'm out on I'm skydiving. not even sure if yeah, I can I'm, go on like a roller coaster again Oh, roller coasters! Oh, I'm, there it is. I'm oh, all yeah. for it. I don't know. Recently, I've just been feeling when I'm in tubes, like in airplanes, I can get like a little nervous, like I don't know, anxious. Yeah. Well, that's because you have this feeling of control, like you don't want something to go wrong, well, like dying. Yeah, but when you that's realize wrong. if you step yeah, on the airplane, that's, that's not in your control. Why are we worrying? Yeah, it also feels pretty safe in the airplane. You like you don't really even feel that you're moving. I don't even think it's like dying part it's just being in a tube and <laughs> just being just in like the, claustrophobia yeah, 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 I, mean, I don't yeah. know I don't at the I same time like you still you face your fears and fly sometimes you can fly to new york i mean like i said like i've said it before this fucking ski lifts is bad for me right ski now ski lifts Conrad ski, ski lifts, lifts are bad for me right now it's just like i don't know it's, ski lifts are not like, good i i uh <laughs> The war, I, the war on ski lifts has well, begun. No, I mean, ever since I like, there was a movie that came out. I think when I was fairly young, which is about people getting like stranded on a ski lift, and it was like a survival horror type movie. <laughs> like, is I, it even I, real? I saw that. Yeah, it's like a true story. Okay. Um, I saw that movie, and then I went on like a skiing trip after that, and I was like really afraid to get on the ski lift. Right. Yeah, it's well, definitely not a pleasant experience. We went being to on park. There. We went to Park City, and I was just. By, by the last day, I was like, oh, my God. I think we were, like got stuck on there for like 20 minutes or something mm -hmm. like that. And I was just like, oh, my God, I can't do this oh, ever man. again. Getting stuck on a ski lift is not for I me. Was, I was yeah. ridiculously... Uh, Unless you're with the hot girl. I was like, unfor <laughs> uh, like unreasonably afraid of the ski lift when I first started to learn how to snowboard two years ago. For whatever reason. Honestly, here's the simple reason. Mm -hmm. Is that uh, I, I, was, I was like learning with Lynn and she refused to put the bar down. 
<laughs> and that's all it would have taken to but make like, me feel safe. But like, uh, why? It's just putting the bar down because I don't know, man. You, you're, you're not cool if you put the bar down. <laughs> and like, to be fair, like I don't really put the bar down now unless like people request it. Mm-hmm. But when I was first starting, like I needed that little extra sense of yeah. security, and I was such a little bitch about it. Like I was just sitting there, like clinging to the back rail. Well, yeah, it's a yeah. new, it's a new experience. Like, why would you be comfortable? I'm also just not not good with heights at all. So, like, just the difference between being, like, semi-strapped in versus not at all. I mean, it's just the reverse for you to not put the bar down. You know what I think it is? I think I get, like, a lot of intrusive thoughts. Like, just jump. Not even, just more so, like, (laughs) just more so, like, how far could I lean lean forward before I just fall? Push my partner. Right? And, like, those things just, like, start start racing through my head. And you get a little bit of, like, vertigo where it's, like, you kind of feel like you don't have complete control. Yes. As to whether or not you lean forward. And I'm just, like, please, just the bar. At at some point, you realize it's not you. You can't tell where the sky starts. Right. People start fucking dangling their goddamn feet. Did you guys see that uh, Instagram reel from a couple years? It might have been last last season or two seasons ago where uh, this... This group got stuck on a ski lift underneath uh, a fake snowmaker. Yes. Oh, no. oh my god! Where it was just it shooting up. Yes. It was just blasting them with right. water for yeah. like four hours. Yeah. Oh my god! And they well, just I mean, couldn't do anything. Exactly. About it. <laughs> How could you not just? I I was jump? that literally. I was thinking of that. Oh, what what happened when when Hunt was saying about this? People got stuck. Yeah. It's yeah. like a form of waterboarding. You want to talk about? Yeah. yeah. You want to talk about intrusive thoughts? Like yeah. every one of them would run through my head. Like, all right, well, <laughs> how bad could it be if I just jumped right now? You just have to yeah. jump from though. You just can't get hit from fucking. I mean, water, they were right? like thirty feet up. I mean, that or get hit with water for an un- unknown amount of time. Yeah, I don't know. Who's gonna and carry in, the boats in the fucking freezing cold? Yeah. It's cold. That's cold fucking it, water. It literally looked Look. like they were like hovering above a geyser. Look. I yeah. couldn't even yeah. imagine. This is what Goggins shit. dreams of. Okay? <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> Goggins would have jumped. So the ski lift got stuck, <laughs> and it was cold. <laughs> I was with my friend. He said he wanted out. I said, I wish the ski lift stayed here. I wish the water keep coming. There's Go no ahead and jump, Mr. Poopy Pants. <laughs> Stay hard. There is nobody. No, I he's just, coming on the podcast and whatever. We have to make it happen. Uh, he's, got a job. he's in Vegas a lot, man. That's what I'm saying. Uh, we have a lot of mutuals. Like He's friends with Perkins and uh, Bozerian, I think. Oh, we have to make it happen. Yeah. Somehow, some way. We need, we need it. <laughs> Uh, we we would change we we'd be changed forever. The podcast would be changed forever for sure. Um, so that NAPT, huh? Yeah, NAPT. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we went from NAPT to ski lift yeah. like, in five minutes. Right. Well, we mentioned Circus Circus, and then it was all down yeah. downhill yeah, from, from there. NAPT to uh, clowns to ski lifts. The good news is is that the NAPT will not be at Circus Circus. It'll <laughs> no. be yeah. at Resorts World. Resorts. World. I'm actually I, is, I'm really curious because it's you know it. Playing tournaments in Vegas, you get into this sort of routine where everything is either it's WSOP mm-hmm. or outside of that, the rest of the year, it's almost always just Venetian and win. Right. And occasionally, like, there'll be, like, five diamond at Bellagio or something. But to, to have a new event at a venue like Resorts World, which hasn't even been around very long, like, it's going to be really interesting to see how they how they handle putting on a big tournament like what it's like do they do as good of a job as the wind does like so it's just going to be really interesting i have a lot of questions here because um where is this going to be held i'm assuming with this i don't know thing. so there's thing, yeah. 20 tables in resorts world i think so, they have like a convention they gotta have something that's like the question that, yeah. are they are they going to put a guarantee on this and use a convention center or are they just going to run it in their poker room and have 20 tables running and just basically you know a bunch of alternates well that's why they have six starting flights mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. That, oh, uh, I don't point. know. I kind of yeah, think it feels like sure. they're going to be in the poker room. Yeah, I mean, uh, their their room manager, Leon, uh, has a lot of experience. I believe he was previously at Aria and wins. So yeah. I expect that like he'll do a very good job. I'm, I imagine that they have ballroom space. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's like that's that's just kind of the go-to if they're too. expecting Wait a minute, big. wait a minute. It's six flights, one flight per day, or two flights per day for three days? Like a right. morning and an afternoon? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I think, think it's it the latter because I think the date said... The event was the sixth to the eleventh, so yeah, it's like 12, five. 12. No, but the main, the sixteen fifty main event, sixth to the eleventh. Oh, yeah. So my read would be two a day. R- yeah, exactly. It's yeah. two a day plus day two, day three. Like yeah, it can't, yeah. it can't be, it can't be mm-hmm. six yeah. day ones followed by day two followed. Which, by day which three. leads me to believe that there's going to be no guarantee and it's going to be in the poker room. Maybe. I mean, well, they're also running. They're also running the five k simultaneously. Yeah. So the five k starts the tenth. Yeah, I, I would. Uh, yeah, but I, that's I, day two and day three of the. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't be sure how they're going to manage it exactly, but um, if if this was to develop into resorts, well, being like a third venue for tournaments in Vegas throughout the year for various different events, kind of like Venetian and Winart, that'd be great for the Vegas tournament scene. Yeah, I think I mean, that's Vegas true. Vegas tournament scenes really seems pretty mm-hmm. sick, no? Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just like, the yeah, more the yeah, merrier. Exactly. You know? I'm not gonna... uh, the price point is good, too, right? Sixteen fifty. a lot of people can play it. You know, it's just like not everybody's going to be playing a 5K or 10K. It's actually pretty yeah. crazy how much the tournament scenes evolved in like the last five years. I mean, we're not that far removed from the Bellagio having three WPTs to zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, it mm-hmm. used to be the place yeah. for the MTT. It was the only place. Ooh. It was the only place where you could play something other than the Venetian Deep Stack. Nobody mm-hmm. else got any events around town. How long ago did Wynn start running events? Um, probably think, within the last five years. I think, yeah, yeah I think they, they started like taking it really seriously, maybe just before the pandemic. And wow. then when the pandemic sort of when live poker started coming back, they really like once put, they put moved to Encore into it. Yeah, that's crazy. That was basically when it. they were still like, the Wynn poker room, they would run. They would have the Wynn series every March. Mm-hmm. that conflicted with Bay 101 and usually resulted in a 5K main event, but it was always very small. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they might have like a summer series during, wow. during yeah. the, the World Series. When they moved to Encore, they really, yeah. really stepped it up. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. I like, never saw it in, in um, the win. Yeah, yeah, I never, ever, played, yeah. It. I never ever, played in the actual win poker room. Yeah. I just played in Encore. Yeah. Ever since I came, or I've been here, so it's like five and a half years. It's been good for tournaments. Yeah. Like, so it, I think it was 2018 or so that they moved to Encore, maybe. Yeah, Bellagio um, used to have Festalago, the Doyle Brunson Classic, uh, Five Diamond, um, and then they would do the Bellagio Cup during the summer. Mm-hmm. And all of these were big buy-in events. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also hosted the WPT Championship for many years. Uh, so like everything Vegas was centralized around Bellagio, but the prelims throughout eternity never got a fucking... Never got runners. Right. They never, ever, ever, ever had prelims. Like, they would, they would put them on the schedule, but they were dust. Yeah. They'd run a 550 that would get, like, 80 people. And they would always run a, uh, a 5K6 max before 5 Diamond, and it would get, like, 80 people. So it was always very, very tiny, and it didn't take long. I mean, once Jack left, uh, I think the, the new management realized that they're a cash first room. And trying to run tournaments in they they ne- well they had the Fontana Lounge for a while mm-hmm. but even that was just spillover they would still be running a lot of the event in the in the poker room uh, once they got rid of the Fontana Lounge that was it like yeah. tournament poker at the Bellagio right. was just done there was no mm-hmm. way they were going to be able to keep up shutting down fifty five cash games during the busiest time because like the tournaments bring in a lot of action uh, and then you know <laughs> running it basically with like a smidge of overflow in the in the uh sports book so well, i have a question yeah 
uh, they're running a series this week or next week. They are, but it's it's. I, I think it's going to be very poor. They're trying to compete now with the Venetian deep stacks. If you look, the binds are all very wait, small. Bellagio's running a series right now? It's very small. Yeah, it's, wow. They have a 3,500. It's a 3,500 main, but all the prelims are like sub 1K. I didn't even know that. Wait, 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 wait. So Bellagio used to have like three WPTs and like tournament series a year. Yeah. And now mm -hmm. they just have none. Correct. Yeah. But right. Except for this one. Because well, they didn't have this last well, year. Well, this isn't WPT. Right. Yeah. Right. This is just them doing their they own did, thing. They mm -hmm. did run yeah. something last year, I'm pretty sure. Five diamond. They, they five, five diamond, diamond was last year. year five yeah. diamond. Yeah, okay. that's five what diamond is WPT. Yeah, right. Yeah. Five well, diamond is WPT. Yeah. yeah, but when it moved to October, uh, I think the numbers kind of fell off a little bit, mm -hmm. and it was just kind of clear that do they you, were going to. Do you think that the WPT having a deal with Win is affecting that? Like, do you think no. I mean, they have, they have brand deals with everybody. Okay, so they're know? not like they don't have like an exclusivity thing or anything. No, when even whenever they were running like five diamond and uh, Festalago and a few others at. Bellagio, they would still have the occasional one-off at Venetian. Like, I don't oh, know if okay. you remember, but last summer or two summers ago, they had a 5K. Yeah, I know. I remember WPT Venetian, actually. Yeah. But that, I guess that was that was before they did last December's series at the win. So I guess what I'm saying is, like, now that they have this big winter series at the win, is it that they have, like, an exclusivity thing? Because they're running this for, like, I think they said four years. Or no, no, no. Right? Think, yeah, but think about how WPT works. Uh, so this is the championship. This is WPT championship. It's not... It's not like a, a, a series of, of right. events. And basically their entire business model is to license their naming out to yeah. casinos okay. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like even when Bellagio was hosting three WPTs, there was still Borgata WPT, Florida WPT, Foxwood WPT, LAPC, right. uh, Bay 101, you know, all these places across the country. Yeah. And there was plenty of times throughout the decades where there were not competing WPTs in Vegas, but where multiple venues like would, multiple Vegas would host. Multiple Vegas venues would host them. Yeah, okay. like Mandalay Bay, uh, way Mirage. back in the day, uh, hosted one at the same time, or not at the same time, but the same year that Bellagio hosted one. I don't think Mirage ever did. Yeah. So um, do you think... Efro um, just said w, uh, Mirage had WPTs for years. Mirage okay. did? Okay, man, wow. maybe, mm. maybe like the inaugural seasons. Do you think Five Diamond will ever come back? It was very popular. Yeah. I, the thing is, like, they're just names, though. Yeah, right, true. so they're just names attached to venues. Mm -hmm. um, like, I don't think Five Diamond will move. Right, it won't. It won't become like an event that they do somewhere else other than Bellagio. Right, right. Uh, it might not ever come back though. Like, I think LAPC is drawing dead to ever come back. Yeah, it feels like that's really died. Yeah, like, I think that's done. I think Bay One Hundred One is dead to ever come mm -hmm. back. Uh, and like Bay One Hundred One was one of the most popular stops on the planet. That place raves for like poker celebrity. Uh -huh. uh, and the unique structure of having bounties on poker celebs and stuff like that. Like the locals just right. absolutely showed up and mm -hmm. showed out. I mean, the rail would be 50 deep and I don't, you've probably never been there. They one one. Yeah. No, it, it's kind of like a pretty enclosed space where like the poker floor is like walled off. Okay. Uh, and then, you know, you just have walkways and those walkways would just be cramped hmm. with people who are just like literally sweating Scotty Wynn and Mike Mattisau at, at a couple different tables. God, I can't imagine sweating Mattisau. They like, <laughs> who's, who's out there like really fucking rooting for Mattisau? They love it. And it was so cool because like you bust a pro and they would sign they would sign a t-shirt that says like like it would have their face so on like it. Like I busted. Yeah, yeah. Well, it wouldn't say that was the full tilt thing. <laughs> oh, that's uh, right. But yeah, it would yeah. just like have a picture that's, of... That's great. Like I, mm -hmm. I'm all for giving people t-shirts that say I busted this person right. or whatever. Just mm -hmm. like... I feel like... Um, like lean in to that jacksonville does this 
type of bounty structure now. Yeah, maybe. Or something it, It's not the lines. structure that, that was a hit, though. It was how much the fans atmosphere. were there for the atmosphere, and yeah. the structure just kind of catered to that. Mm -hmm. It, it complemented it well. Well, it seems it's more like tournament also and entertainment, less so tournament. Yeah. So, like, more adding more entertainment value to tournaments would be better. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, and they would do a prelim right before, I think it was, like, a 2,500, and it was, it was capped at however many people they could house. I think, like, a, couple, a few hundred or whatever. And you basically had to, like, get on a list with Savage to even be able to play the prelim. So it was, like, difficult to even have a chance to play this relatively suck because all the all the bounties would uh all the bounty players would obviously have an entry into that yeah it's kind of and a the sick bounties idea were pretty soft there like, used to be a lot of them right like, yeah it was like one per table so it would be like 50 a day yeah that's wild um it was really cool yeah. sad to see it die well it'll be cool if uh you know if this napt takes off and then they start doing this at least once a year or, or more yeah. and then and then it's just like another well, if it takes off it'll be a tour They'll, they'll right. have a half dozen. This is kind right. of just a pre, right. like a... But I mean, like a stop in Vegas, like yeah. every year, and you yeah, know yeah. it's going to be there, and it's just like one more thing in Vegas. Right now, you have like the win millions. You have the, the big uh, event at the end of the year. You have the World Series during the year. You have all, all the, everything else going on during the World Series, and then you have like, you know, add this into the mix, and then also if you like circuit stop so it's i don't know yeah. man i don't, I just don't like envy being everywhere man i don't envy being a tournament player God. like how do you decide where you're this is just a trial run right 